What is up, my gaggly geeks? And welcome to today's episode. I can't say tonight's episode because we're doing this early in the morning. I am, of course, one of the hosts, Patrick, here to talk about some geek crap because there's been so much that's happened. We've not really done a lot, and it's tough to really cut because there's a huge delay in Chaz and how he, he probably just turned it there. He just turned now. So there's a huge delay on that. <laughs> there's a bit of a delay with our newest host, Cole. Welcome both of you to the show. Thanks. We did it. We did it. We actually did it. I'm so happy. So yeah, welcome, guys. We have so much to discuss. Do we, though? I don't know. Yeah, I mean, we have, a, we have a lot to discuss. I wouldn't say it's important. But there's a lot. What what in this world? What's important, right? Living. Wow. All right. Let's go from there. <laughs> uh, talk about some of the news that have been uh, circling around this week. I want to start with like the newest piece, which I think is very funny. Uh, Ezra Miller's fighting the KKK. Yeah, you told in me a big to bad way. Do, do you know why? Well, because you know the, the KKK is bad. Well, I mean, yeah, but do you know, like the backstory of like what started all this? Well, first of all, Chaz, it's weird that you're already defending the KKK. <laughs> so I'm going to need you to back off a little bit. It's early in the so, morning, man. Why are you so anti? <laughs> but it's uh, what I've heard is that, well, let's break down what this actually is for people that don't know. There was a video on Instagram where Ezra Miller with his flash ring, you can see he kind of like flashes that just a little bit <laughs> when he's when he's doing. Yep. And um, he, he specifically names a very, <laughs> very specific group of the KKK. <laughs> and it's not necessarily just any. And he says, you should Which, take your own guns and turn on yourselves. And if you don't, then we'll do it for you. So basically threatening to kill this whole chapter of the KKK. But doing it with such class and ending it with Cole, what was the best way that he ended Bye. Up? Bye. Bye. <laughs> mm, nope. <laughs> I think bring Ezra in to give you some lessons here. Um, <laughs> yeah, well, like why? Why is he posting that? Like, what happened? Do we know, or is he just? Well, there's a rumor first that some of his there was a house fire from one of his either friends or family members that could have been caused by these people. Oh. And but like at the end of the day, it was really interesting because a lot of people had different reactions. A lot of had similar to I guess us which is I don't know if it's the same with YouTube but I just kind of find it funny Ugh. that like Instagram was the platform to use and like I'm calling all you guys out it, it reminds me of the videos that I watched that, <laughs> from your mom's house <laughs> where it's just like this is absurd I can't believe that he's doing it but at the same time some critics decided to come out and say either way they shouldn't have he shouldn't have said something bad about the, the KKK why fuck the KKK? Well, if you could guess any critic that that had something to say about this, who would you guess? He's he's a well known critic, and it's a he, Ben Shapiro. Critic, a film critic. Oh, I, have you <laughs> have you seen some of Ben Shapiro's film takes? He has mm, them. Yes. <laughs> he does. He does, and he, he'll recite the entire um, lyrics to WAP. If don't test him, he does that. <laughs> he does that in his sleep. That's <laughs> they're all up here, Wap. baby. Watch um, for wasps. No, I, I don't know, actually. Uh, it, it, what publication do they write for? Uh, it's his own thing. He used to be on Collider. He used to be in a, a couple other things. Actually, the pretty big part of Collider. He did AMC Movie Talk as well. He was the host of that. His first name's a pretty uh, uh, Johnny kind of name. It's John Campia. 
don't know who that is. You don't know who John Campion? Do you know John Campion? I don't keep. Up I was on the my only critics. one that had the new. Okay, well then none of this matters anymore. Let's just move to. Let's just move to the next thing. Wait, what, what did he say about it though? Basically that. Just I don't know if this was the right move for Ezra Miller, and violence isn't good at any situation. <laughs> and just a lot of people like. It's weird to have this hill to die on, John. It's <laughs> a, a, a weird hill to die on. I don't get this. <laughs> yeah. But what are you what do you think is going to come from this? Is this a absolutely nothing? No, that you don't think that no. Warner Brothers is reactionary to this kind of stuff? No. Ezra doesn't get canceled. The KKK doesn't reform themselves because Ezra Miller, of all people, to but honestly, to... Ezra could do it. Like you could he could he could build bridges. <laughs> no. 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 I think he started on the right foot. Yeah, but then it like went to a tent real quick. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> does, does Fantastic Beasts: The Secrets of Dumbledore, starring Ezra Miller, get pushed because of this? <gasps> mm. Oh, what a shame! I don't know that, but <laughs> there could be a chance that like they're not putting him on the press tour for something. That, that no, there no? will actually be zero ramifications. For Do you this. think Amber Heard will As be on the press tour for Aquaman too? <laughs> that's what. See, that's my serious question, right? Because they took Johnny Depp out. Right, yeah, because of the stuff. So they made a choice right there. Ezra Miller, I don't think, has done necessarily that degree of things. No. I mean, he did choke a, sl- uh, a fan to the ground. Like that video exists, <laughs> even regardless if it seems like he's like helping to cushion the blow. It's like you're still. I think that was an excuse by some of the fans. I was like, what? That's such a weird flex. <laughs> cushion the blow, huh? Yeah, it was just like you know he did it kind of like in Justice League. It was just very soft and gentle, like drop down. What that really happened? Yeah, well, when he saves Iris West in, in the thing. Have you seen the Snyder Cut? You saw Snyder Cut. Yeah, but who's Iris West? <laughs> you don't know who Iris West is? No, Do you dude. Know who, who Barry Allen is? Yeah, he's Flash. Okay. okay, who does he save? I don't remember. That's the one. Then, then, that's, <laughs> then that's what it is. Like you're, you're talking about saving, and I'm thinking like Andrew Garfield the, saving no, Emma Stone goodness. or something. The totally new scene where he's like pushing glass out of the way, and it's his girlfriend, and it's the girl that was in Dope in like 2015. I never saw Dope. It's a great movie. You never saw Dope either. I never saw Dope. Man, that's I know. not. That Speaking of Spider Man, also starring the voice of Into the Spider Verse. Oh yeah, should be more. He plays uh, Miles Morales. Mm-hmm. Which is probably where they got him from by and watching Dope. And thinking, Flash no, wait, Thompson is also in Dope. Oh, who's... yeah, he is. That's true. That's two Spider-Men from there. Who's who's Flash Thompson? Is that uh, the bully? Kid from yeah, yeah, Grand Budapest. In, in Homecoming and stuff. Yep. Mm-hmm. But is that all we want to talk about with this? With Ezra you Miller? sure we can't milk Ezra Miller for like 10 more minutes? Moving on, let's move into, you know, a little bit less controversial news. Evangeline Lilly was seen <laughs> was, <laughs> was seen at a uh, anti-vax rally, actually posted photos of herself at the rally. And uh, this was, I believe, in D.C. Yep. And she's essentially saying, I ain't about that, that uh, Fauci ouchie. And now we're demonetized from YouTube, just to let you know, because we, we had to bring this up. What do you think about she's not the first person in the Marvel Universe to do this. We've heard a lot of onset stuff about Letitia Wright with Wakanda forever. Um, That's one that actually is. I, I worry about Wakanda forever. Oh, dude, we, we're, I, we're all worried about yeah. what I like for more reasons than just like, can they pull it off? 
it's just like, is everybody in there okay? Because it just seems like this film has been filming for months at this point yeah. and keeps getting cut down for things. Uh, but Kugler's going to need a break. Kugler's going to need a nice little like. Yeah, I agree. But eventually, Lily, she decided, you know, I'll wait until Quantumania is finished filming. Then I'll go. <laughs> so I guess her approach was a little better. But um, I don't know, guys, this is the star. This one of the stars of Lost. I, I've grown up with this with this actress, and it's a little disheartening to see. Um, and it's not necessarily that she's saying I'm completely against vaccinations and stuff like that. She's against the government coming in mandates, telling you what to do, sure. which I think is such a silly thing because no one's telling you you can't do things. They're just saying if you want to go to a store, you've got to follow a thing, right? But anyways, any thoughts? She's a fucking idiot. Oh my go- oh my goodness! How do you get a job here, your face? Yeah, she maybe. Takes- you think she takes ivermectin? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Does she have natural immunity. Her thinking about ivermectin just—I'm feeling it. She's into. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, dude. She's no longer ant woman. She's just ant vax. Wasp. You're oh. you're offending so many fans <laughs> today. So Why are sorry. you offending us? <laughs> Hold on. So you don't know who you you don't know who Iris West is, <laughs> and now you don't know what wasp is his name one of the founding members of the avengers man she was not in the comics yeah she was in the comics and then according to hawkeye ant-man was there the whole time i guess michelle pfeiffer wasp would be the founding but whatever Mm, the point is okay and disincluding anyone that has actually come out pro-vax or anti-vax or whatever is there anyone in the entirety of hollywood that it would surprise you is anti-vax like other than the ones that have literally made PSAs saying go get vaccinated? Like honestly, I just Brad don't Pitt. care. Brad Pitt would be very surprising because he played Fauci a couple years ago doing the stuff, or like <laughs> I don't know, uh, Leo. No, you know maybe Leo could be a little bit of a surprise, but I could also see. With but what if vaccines cause ozone decay? You ever yeah, think of that? He, well, he could have where, like where the waste priorities that, the waste lying? that were contributing to the environment globally by wasting these masks and gloves mm-hmm. and all these test kits mm-hmm. there's no point in anymore we should just stop that that's leo that's not me i'm not saying that don't cancel me for that you know also leo has not said it for the record leo has said it though cole he he said it he really no oh <laughs> i was like wait we're fine with this i, I <laughs> like we need to like run run not serious serious stuff you know <laughs> Like, it's just see how long we can go before somebody's like, man, this is some news. We better pick this up. No, seriously. I was like, I, I swear it went I long enough. You could have just clipped you saying that. <laughs> but there would have been a delay. So it would have just been. <laughs> and then start talking about it or something. <laughs> Those are rare. <laughs> oh, man. Well, that's that. Let's move over to Jason Momoa, who this is actually recent news, too. He just confirmed that he will be in the new Fast and Furious movie. This is after Vin Diesel reached out publicly to Dwayne Johnson to try to get him to come into the league. <laughs> and he straight up was like, I hate you. <laughs> I hate you. I'm not doing this. <laughs> but what do you think about Jason Momoa coming in? This is the last fast? No. It's second part it's one part, and part, part two. Part, um, so it's fast 10, your seatbelts, hopefully. Yes. Uh, part one and part two. <laughs> so it'll be fast 10, part two, not mm. fast 11. I can only hope. These have had the greatest names in all of like movie franchise history, and so they have to keep going like that. Yeah. Um, why is he reaching out? Like, do you think Vin Diesel just wants like an Islander to play this villain? Because he oh, I think they're trying the to Rock, make him right? um, the Rock's 
relative because they said that he's a relative of one of the main cast members. That's the Mm -hmm. release about this. Sorry, I didn't mention the beginning. So, I mean, John Cena wants to come back and he's been brought in as Vin Diesel's brother in the most recent one. Everyone's related. It's a soap opera with cars and explosions. It's wonderful. Can you pitch here? We're going to go in a round and we're going to pitch this movie, right? Because it's been so it's so predictable at this point that I feel like we might be able to get some of the plot points fairly well. So let's start with you, Chaz. What is the first uh, what's the first act of Fast 10 Your Seatbelts? Heck, even cold open. It's like, how do we open? Okay, how we open? Dom, Dom, Dom. <laughs> Starting off <laughs> real good. <laughs> what a reveal! No. What a reveal! Dom. His name the whole time has been Dom. Dom, aka Vin Diesel. It opens up at him at at the grave site of Brian. Oh yeah, I know. Yeah. Yep. Oh, and no. it's oh. an it's the anniversary of Brian's. Oh no, he's still alive. He didn't in the actually song. die. Yeah. <laughs> Awkward. Uh, hand pops up from the grave. <laughs> <laughs> Lightning strikes the pole. Uh, hand holding a steering wheel pops up into the. Oh wait, that's not. That's that would have. That's a little bit too much. That's. Too I much. mentioned the movie, not in the. That's okay. Yeah. Now we're canceled. Yeah. Moving on. Uh, you know, let's let's have Cole try it because that totally ruined my <laughs> opening. Realizing he's not dead in the movies. Uh, I think they're gonna bring him back in Fast Ten or Fast Eleven. They're gonna they're gonna CG Paul Walker's brother into this. I I know what's coming. I but hate that Cole, dude. What do you have? Fast next? Ten Part One opens with Dom in the garage, right? And Letty <laughs> comes to him with their child named Brian and says, "Dom, I know that you've been so cooped up in this garage. We need to get out. We need to go on one more ride." Yeah. And they take Brian with him. And then we do a montage as Brian goes grows older, but they stay the same age. And then Brian and Dom are in a street race. And then they do this. Special effects, fast 10-year seatbelts, part one, go. Now we cut space. <laughs> Final frontier. We're, we're in space. Okay. We're just kind of like panning around Earth's orbit as we see a car okay. going past just kind of drifting into the unknown but ludicrous we see that there. another car pulls up <laughs> hijacks this car takes a secret thing that's been in the glove box this whole time that we didn't know about cut to barcelona spain <laughs> now we're in barcelona there's these beautiful cars drifting in and out through the through the beautiful scenery right and like they, they, they meet Lil Romeo because they like bringing in the people that were, was it Romeo that was back? It was Bow Wow. Lil Bow Wow. It was, was Bow Wow. Uh, I got to Tokyo respect Drift. On Bow wow's you talk name. about drifting. So, yep. Well, that's the thing because they need to learn how to drift in space. How do you drift in space? That's exactly the line they're going to say. That's exactly what they're going to say. <laughs> that was, he'll go. That's, he'll that's, go. Uh, I only drift in the, on the lanes, no, not Ty- in space. Tyrese will have a quip. He's like, how do you drift in space? Okay, so now we're all just about to get in a car, go into space, and just drift. Okay, but you know and how- then and then Ludacris goes, "Yeah, you idiot," and then just walks away. You know what I mean? That's a test. Okay, but That's here's good. the here's the new cameo for this movie. Okay, because they need help to get into space, right? Like to really figure this out. Enters Elon Musk. Oh yeah, and he's like, "I'm Kurt Russell's brother." Yep, from the movies. Mr. Yep. Somebody. Everyone's someone's relative that shows up because they <laughs> didn't want to actually be in the movie. The people that were. And so they're like, we're just going to cast someone that is your brother. How, how does Jason Momoa come into this, though? That's a good question. 
I don't know. Are, are we going to get a shot of Jason Momoa's introduction on the beach, walking out like Aquaman? You know very Shaw. Shaw will go get him because mm. Shaw has was in the post credits of Fast Nine, F Nine, mm. and yeah, so Shaw, who already has beef with the Rock, is going to go and look for the Rock, and we get like just a stunt double with their back turned bald, same tattoos that like could be the rock, mm -hmm. but then they turn around and it's totally not. And then Jason Momoa comes up. He's like, that's the rocks 12th cousins roommate. Let's get him in the gang. <laughs> and they're like Hobbs and him have had it out for years. And now that he sees that he's got a family with someone else, he wants it himself. And he's going to get into this family with the help of Han, which was teased in the last film that Han's he was going to be the bad yeah. guy. Or be a part of it if there was going to be some secret. So why is Han doing this? You know, what's the reason? It's because Gal Gadot is still alive and she's trapped somewhere. And so in he's got to try realm. to save her in the quantum realm. Yes, he's in the quantum <laughs> realm. And they're like, how do we get her out of here? Because Evangeline Lily's not taking care of her. She's like, take some, infect you know, take some horse medicine. We don't. <laughs> if you're sick, 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 sick. Yeah, unplugged. Oh no. <laughs> that was insane. We were on a roll too. We were on a roll. This it's coming together. Thing that's happened to us. <laughs> that's why I'm so calm about it. <laughs> Dude, that was getting intense too. It was getting intense. Are you back? Cut back. Come on. What happened? Maybe we just do it from the FaceTime camera? No, the whole thing cut out. Oh, click on that. Yeah. And now do Maybe. The, now do the black magic. Okay. Maybe you can still hear us, though. Let's oh, try that'd the black be good audio. Again. Us complimenting <laughs> <we> ourselves. <laughs> I've been live the whole time. Woo! Man, we were great. What up, everybody? <laughs> <laughs> We gotta put the That's what we get for not looking at this properly as we were going. But I don't want to look at myself with it. It'll cut to me and there's like a little delay. Mine actually isn't that bad. No. No, mine's, your mine's your. bad. Like watch. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And then you goes, Cole's yours isn't that bad. Like there's a That's little on. It, it's not the worst. So it's just three and one for some reason. This one doesn't matter too much because there's like a delay, you know, and you yeah. can't really see our mouths moving. Unless you're watching us on TV, which I'm sorry for your TV if you're doing that. That's that's on you. To turn on the motion smoothing. It'll be fine. <laughs> well, I guess we can say it, it's definitely going to end with a part two. Wait, wait, wait. So ending. Han, the reason Han is the bad guy, and this actually, not, not to ruin the fact that we were having fun, but Han might actually be the bad guy because Shaw was the one that killed him. And now Shaw's part of the gang and so if we're accepting shaw in han is like i can't oh, forgive it so han is like had this vendetta this whole time that he's not revealed to people that he is just only in this gang now to get shaw yeah and so they're gonna have a situation where shaw comes in and vin is like you can't kill family and then he'll be like she killed he killed the only person i love and <laughs> he'll be like he Me. killed the person I love too. And he, we won't explain anything else with that. <laughs> like that'll be the tea off for the next episode. Part two. Part two. Yeah, can, can we we spent a lot of time. Well, on can can we tease like we? dinosaurs with that? Because then were they going to do a crossover with Jurassic World? Yeah. What else does. Oh Universal yeah. There own? was going to be. Okay. So it turns out 
Hmm. That's interesting play. So Jason Momoa is from the islands of Hawaii, right? Right. Or, or he could, it can't be Samoa because that, well, no, no, he should be from Samoa. And then there would be a big question of why the hell wasn't he in Hobbs and Shaw, right? He's the one brother that didn't show up. <laughs> there are so many relatives in that. It was like my brother, my other brother, my other brother. He's the one that didn't show. And they didn't bring it up because it's just too hard. It's just too hard to talk about. And they're going to bring um, the, oh, no, that, that girl died. Well, that doesn't matter in this. You know, <laughs> you know what's insane about this uh, franchise is that the, the flexibility of bringing their characters back to life is about as intense and easily doable as the multiverse in the MCU. Like they had to make a whole multiverse to explain like, well, that's just a variant. These guys are like, Meh. it did explode. Here he is. <laughs> that's, that's it. So Universal owns Fast and Furious, Jurassic Park, Jurassic World. And they have the Universal Monsters. So the reason that people start coming back is that they are mummies and vampires. Okay. That's how they bring okay. the... Uh, Vampire Han. This is... Make this it is, happen. This, these geeks are gaggling about some stuff right now. And I think it's good. Yeah. 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 I think that we got a good triage here. I'm, 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 I'm liking this menage a trois about Fast and Furious. Now we stuff. just need to boil it into an actual elevator pitch. Because that elevator ride was long. Yeah. Can we do it in a song? Do you have a guitar? No. Oh, I did have the inf instrument. Yeah. If Natalie's watching, bring the tiny instrument. If not, no worries. <laughs> That's all. <laughs> you know who you are. You know who you are, my love. <laughs> but let's move into the next story. You know, we've done enough. Do you want to talk about James Gunn? Is this the final one? No. Uh, I think for Cole's betterment of knowing what he's getting into, because Look, if, if you're about to spat out about James Gunn and he has no clue what's going on, the listeners don't know. But for, for Cole, we need to... The need rundown to says James Gunn, something, something, Chaz rants. And <laughs> so I'm waiting to... I don't know why. I don't know. We need to tell your story. Okay. You saw the Suicide Squad, right? The Suicide Yes, I did. Wow. Did you like it? <laughs> on a scale of... Like one the the other Suicide Squad or what are we talking? It's like mid tier twenty twenty one release. Okay, better than the first one. So whatever. Do you think there's a lot of practical effects in that movie? No, that's what I thought. And then James Gunn tweeted me out and said, "You're fucking wrong." You okay? Okay, <laughs> revisionist history here, sir. Yeah, he he said. If I'm James Gunn, I'm said, concerned with what Chaz has. He to literally say. corrected me. He was like, "Chaz Campbell Evans, <laughs> you, you're the worst. You're the worst person I've ever talked to." That's not what happened. Oh, we got the, we got the instrument of destiny. Thank you. But in, anyway, um, it wasn't that bad. He asked. Were, you said something catty. I, you said you were I don't, catty. I, there, there's this article. He was persnickety. Yeah, I'm like, because the starfish sure looks like practical, you know, like oh, being being really snarky like that. Somebody ghost tweeted James Gunn, like his handle, and then James Gunn fucking responded, and I'm like, oh, God. <laughs> and so then I was trying to have a discussion, like, okay, well, what do you determine as special effects, visual effects, and practical I mean, effects. all the explosions as John that, Cena and them are, like, walking through that. And thing, that, that, right? that that's his, probably that's, that, that was his thing, is that, sure. like, there's a lot of practical within the special. And I'm like, but it's overran by special. But anyway, so I was, like, trying to be chill about it, because I got ghost-tweeted, right? And, um, and then, I guess, according to Patrick, I kept digging myself into a further hole. Trying to be chill about it means... 
consistently replying <laughs> and hoping to <laughs> was James Gunn replying back. Yes. Like he got into, he had a spat with, it was a personal spat with James Gunn. Yeah. And so now whenever he speaks or something, I get kind of annoyed because the reason this room is so cold is because of the bitterness that Chaz has. It's the cold James shoulder James that Gunn. James Gunn is giving us. Well, right and now. I feel it too, a little bit. Like anytime James Gunn's name is mentioned, I get a shiver. So, and yeah. And so reading that article about Guardians 3 being the last one, possibly, right? I mean, that was the news or whatever. whatever. Um, I'm like, wow, I wonder if there's going to be a lot of practical effects. It's not a, it's not a good dig. Like, I don't know. I, that's the, I think that's the thing is that if, if he had said like your mom's a hoe or like something <laughs> real, like messed up, I can understand you consistently going, going after him for it. But like he explained himself, like the situation's over. Dude, it's all, still no, it's all, that. it's all semantics of the words and shit. And I'm like, you know what, you know what? It wasn't doing all about like, Oh, all of these locations are real. Yeah. And was. we, and we use practical effects. That worm was a real practical effect looking, huh? Wasn't it? Oh, uh, that whole that one of the biggest sequences in the entire film. Totally, hundred percent practical. There's no way. <laughs> like that's that's Got my him. thing. And I would even say the shots where they're exploding things, those were not real explosions. How do you know? But maybe maybe you can tweet Denis. We have beef with Denis too. On this <laughs> we show don't have beef with Denis. We have a story about Denis with uh, one of our other um, hosts, Fonzie. Oh. <laughs> He was he was there. He was there when Denis got the call that he was going to be doing Dune, and could not pronounce Dune correctly when he was talking to Denis Villeneuve. And so, like, it was a back and forth. We got a clip of it. You guys can check it okay. out. And that's a plug. Hey, can we plug? So you're going to get to the point where you plug your Twitter anyway. Could you plug it to me right now so I can look up this beef? Uh, here's the thing: it might be deleted because I've been deleting my tweets. <laughs> if it's a beef and you deleted it, well, I, it's I, a mistake. I, I purged my it's a, tweet. No, 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 it's not beef. It's a mistake because you deleted it. If you kept it up, Dude, there's, there's screenshots. You should pin it. We will. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing, dude? Those are your screenshots. And here's the thing: I'm so bitter about it, and whatever. And this is—I mean, it's a joke, obviously. Obviously, he knows more than I do, right? I'm just being a bitter <laughs> film graduate student, right? Wow! Um, <laughs> did he go to graduate school? Did he? Did he? Gra James Gunn? Did Flex. he go to film graduate school? I'll check. No, 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 yeah. no, 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 no. That's not fine. I was saying like he has more experience than I do. Shit. So it's just me being salty for the sake of being salty, right? But but that salty's lovely. It's like a. It's like a. But it got to the point where I'm following him on Twitter, dude. I'm like, I don't want to see your tweets anymore because I feel like you're gonna boast about it, and I'm gonna be wrong again. He's just gonna be like, he's gonna be like, you know, those Facebook one year memories. He's just gonna resend your spat with him and be like, remember when I bested that little, <laughs> <laughs> remember when I took that kid out? I dude, And his responses were getting more likes and people were like backing him up. Of course and they like, were getting LOL more likes. It was shit. James like, Gunn. Fuck dude. I got trolled. James <laughs> Gunn went to graduate school at Columbia University School of yeah, Fine Arts. We have a shocked emoji. That's the <laughs> weirdest one to give as far as like knowing how our feedback is. Like, what is shocking? It? What do we do? That James Gunn went to school? He start, earned a Master of Fine Arts really from Columbia. Give us a, a heart one. That, uh, you know, people. Let's see. Anyway, that's my beef. I love the beef. I'll hurt us. It's some good beef. Well, let's talk about some reviews because I know it's been quite a while since we've been around and we've all got tons of films that we've seen, whether they be new ones, whether they be old ones. We've been preoccupying our time. It was almost sort of another lockdown. Like we were right on the cusp of it wasn't going to happen in Utah, of course. But the people that were trying to be like, you know, not 
that we're, you know, hunkering a little bit down. So I want to say like, what movies have you, I want to ask what you guys have been watching. Cole, we don't talk about Bruno. No. Oh yeah, yeah. Have you seen Encanto Bruno. yet? Yes. So you like it? No. You don't like it. I don't. Oh my goodness. Uh, so since we did our top ten episode, I saw Encanto and I put it into my top ten. There you and go. And then I got bombarded with we don't talk about Bruno for the past two weeks, and it is slowly falling out. But the movie itself, fun. I think the movie has some misguided family dynamics that they don't really address in the end. You know what I mean? Like there's, there's a weird dynamic to narcissistic parents that like, I always am a little more sensitive to just because of my upbringing and stuff. Like there's, there's something to do with this grandma making it so difficult for this poor kid's life that he has to be hiding in the, within the lining of this house. And then when he's out, it, it's like a hug. She doesn't apologize. She doesn't explain, oh, you know, I saw your gift as a problem and I shouldn't have seen it as a problem. I should have seen what your visions were as warning for things I need to change about myself. Like there wasn't any like character development when it comes to Bruno after he got out from there. I was hoping there was more to it. I don't know. Is that just me? Is that? Yeah. Well, you two, you two <laughs> grew up great, didn't you? No. Yeah, but, <laughs> but that song has been stuck in my head a lot, it's especially because it just plays nonstop with like on the radio. If you're watching, if you're listening on the radio, if you're uh, like on TikTok, everybody's using it for things. It's your algorithm must be very messed up. Then my algorithm is weird. That is <laughs> that is for sure. I've got a weird list of stuff. It goes from well, hello, buddy, to like. People making cow noises and stepping in cereal. It's <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> some weird role roads I go on TikTok. But what were some other? We have Encanto. Chaz, what was your film of the of the month so far that you want to talk about? Uh, probably Tender Bar. Tender Bar, nice. Yeah, yeah. I saw Tender Bar. I thought it was really good for what it was. Um, Ben Affleck's a good. Well, what was it? What do you mean? What it was? Just for what it was. It's it's a good story. I mean, that's what it is. For a bunch of white people, is that uh, what you're saying? But I did watch Coda, like you told me to, five billion times. That's what we need to talk about. I don't know why we didn't start talking about this. He watched Coda. Have you seen Coda? It was on. Yes, it was on it my was, top ten. Yeah, too. we his oh. tick, his number one was Tick Tick Boom. Mm -hmm. No, and then yours was Dune. Yep, still right. And I think mine was Coda. Yours was Coda. Mm -hmm. So I loved it. I oh, cried, dude. It's incredible. It's a, it's it, a feel good. I, movie. I am so As you proud. Should. Can I just say how proud of you I am? because we've come a long way from me recommending something or us saying we should go see something and you just like shitting on it to shit on it. You know when, what I mean? When do I do that? Oh, I know there's films <laughs> that you secretly love that you have not publicly said that you enjoyed. Like what? Because I have... Uh, exactly. I'm not going to go... We're not going down this road. Um, I did also see Tragedy of Macbeth and I thought it was absolute boring. Ooh. Style <laughs> over substance, sir. But let's... Uh, we can't have to talk about The Witch. She was amazing. The three witches. Oh, as oh. opposed to the Vivich, which the is bitch. a different. That, that's why I'm like, I'm like, we need to talk about the witch. Are you comparing we're probably this to the witch? We're going to be talking about a lot of witches in in a little bit. I'll talk about some Sundance stuff. Okay. It was it was witch season for Sundance. There was like two, three movies all about witches. Well, not all about, but referencing. Them. Was Rebecca Hall's about a witch? I didn't watch that. Uh, but we'll, we'll talk about. Okay. It. Okay. What else? You saw Coda. You loved it. Is it a ten out of ten? 
I give it four and a half out of five. That's fair. I think um, that's where I was at. You, I think my favorite moments in that movie still are her screaming, the, like doing the oh, oh, like breathing exercise when she's with the with the person, and then with um, the truck scene. Like Dude, nothing, that, nothing beats that truck scene. Her, with dad, her dad feeling her voice. I was like, Dude, that's where I lost it. Like chef's kiss. Chef's cool. kiss. That's what that's what movie making is all about. Is yep. those kind of moments where you're you're in is an environment where you who know who knew like and it sounds kind of stupid, right? But who know that most deaf people kind of do like rap music because of the vibrations and like that there's a there's there's things about that that you don't even realize about yeah. the deaf community and the acting in this was incredible by those performers. And I was just uh, watching um Colbert with the mom. She was on Colbert and she was just talking about, cause she's already an Oscar winner. Like she won an Oscar, I believe like 20 years ago or so. And she, she was saying that like throughout this time, there's been so many roles that were deaf characters given to, you know, hearing people. And it was about to happen with Coda too, until she put her foot down and said, no, like basically inserted herself and said, it's got to change at this point. And that's where I really feel representation is so important because it would not have felt the same if these characters were not actually themselves yeah. hard of hearing, you know? Yeah. So good recommendation. Good recommendation. I saw scream five and I really scream. liked scream. Scre I like scream. I, yet. I liked it a lot. Did you see it? Cole? Mm -hmm. Okay. You saw it opening night. No, but like a $5. Tuesday. Can we talk about it? Cause I already know the spoilers. Uh, we won't talk about who it is, but right. I want to talk about how much fun. I had just letting them tear into the fandoms uh -huh. like that. That's what I, do. I like the, when the reveal happened, somebody yelled out, Oh, I knew it. But then when they just started ramping, that's where I was like, yeah, yes. yeah, get them. Get <laughs> They're like, it's exactly what you, what like it's a, we need to talk about Kevin, but for a fan, <laughs> we, it's, we need to talk about it because so when scream comes out for the first time in 19, 96 yep. I'll like, let you have that uh, horror franchises has gotten to the point where they were a joke right mm -hmm. nothing was really going well and so scream tore into them appropriately and then scream 2 and scream 3 and we kind of like lose our way and now they're like now is the time that we need to tear into a different kind of thing it's not the movie making business that is having more of the problems like franchises are bad and it touches on that it's it's us talking about movies that are the problem and scream just not only us talking about the movies but us influencing the movies exactly. we can talk about rise of skywalker the oh my, that you know if that was us doing that Dude, they caved that, to us they, they caved to us because the backlash of last Jedi because of a bunch of gatekeepers i i will push back on that a slight bit because i don't think J.J. Abrams is one to not go with his creative vision first and then insert fan service. The only but the thing reason they brought J.J. Abrams back is because his creative vision was the fans' creative vision. But the fans did not want Palpatine back. That had never been a thing in my mind that people were vocalizing. We need to bring back Palpatine. No, but, but something we can bring back about. Palpatine was a hundred percent because Force Awakens is how he wanted to like start that up. Yeah. His intention was to bring back Palpatine and, from Force Awakens. And by the way, like my my pushback was always we wouldn't need to overly recorrect with how terrible Rise of Skywalker was if the Last Jedi, you know, had also followed the vision that JJ had. If JJ had a vision, he probably didn't. But like we wouldn't have had to overcorrect if it had just been one person's vision from the start. But the Last Jedi is good. 
right? But yeah. it's it doesn't belong <laughs> in that trilogy. Disagree. No, that tr- no. How dare you? Wait, you didn't like the Last Jedi? He doesn't. He liked it. He just doesn't think it belongs in that trilogy, right? Yes, it's a it's a good movie. It's a it does terrible in the sequel it does. to Force Awakens. Dude, it's oh, uh, hard disagree. It on actively that. works against the first Force Awakens on purpose, how? though. No, no, but I want to know exactly how. Other than us, because they didn't build <laughs> Luke into anything in Force Here Awakens. We are being toxic fans. Oh god, yeah. <laughs> what are we doing? Scream. Yeah, we were just talking about Scream, and then we were just about to go right into fighting. That's. <laughs> that's why Scream is so good. This is, that's why Scream is so, so good. Does that, does that prove my point, though? Like, I mean, that all started as a Red Skywalker, right? Yes. <laughs> it is exactly what you But this started with Force Awakens. It didn't start with Rise of Skywalker. It started with Force Awakens. Bringing back legacy characters. Doing, the, like, the things that they were referencing. And it was in... successful and good. And so if that's but, what you're investing it had into, a lot then of pushback. you do it for a second. It had a lot of pushback because it was too much like Go the back original. to 2017 and tell there me one person of... that pushed back on Force oh, Awakens. Tons of people were saying, this is just a new hope. It's I a love that we got to see Han and Chewie back. And they didn't show Luke at all. And I'd rather that, you know, they were it's just, just it's just another Death ass. Star. But it there was, was a lot of, there was a lot of good grace. It's better than a new hope. But there was there was a lot more goodwill to Force <laughs> Awakens because they were people were just happy to see their characters come back. Then and then they were unhappy days. to see them shat on in the Last Jedi. I don't think they were shat on though. They weren't. They weren't shat. I, I think was... the thing that most people took the biggest issue with with Last Jedi first was Luke Skywalker. Um, Luke Skywalker. Second was the the social justice side of bringing in Admiral Holdo. And, and all of that stuff with, with how they were you know, handling it. People just had... The loudest it, annoying it was fans during very yes, political times. Things. And I think people used politics to attack yeah, what was well, happening with The Last Jedi. Which is why I don't often woke. voice my dislike for The Last Jedi. Because I don't want to be lumped in with those people. My opinion, my beef with The Last Jedi is how often they just pull the rug out from under you. Like he sets yeah, things yeah. up in his own movie to be one way. And then for, for just whims and shits and giggles he pulls the rug out from under you and said nope you thought one thing didn't you but i'm ryan johnson and i'm out thinking you and i can be mean to my fans and like society (laughs) (laughs) we live in a society do you do you think snoke oh no do you think that we got (laughs) was well deserved or no, I thought that was a great subverted expectation, and I think they should have. No, there was I think not they a single good subverted expectation. In the whole movie, the whole forward. movie was subverting expectations by setting up expectations in your own movie. That's why it's genius. I believe, <laughs> if I may, if I may say this, no, I believe that we would have anticipated what was coming with Snoke if he had survived to the to the third. No, we would have anticipated some certain character plot points because our rhymes, like George Lucas said, and we would have kind of anticipated where his character was going to come to an end. Him dying in the second one and Kylo taking over was the coolest thing about that. That's movie fine. But I was the so moment down when it happens and he tries to make you think, oh, it's not going to happen. And then it does like just time oh, after time. Yeah. any one, any one of those subversions would have been fine. But it felt like every five minutes he was like. You think this is gonna happen? Nope. Here's you think this is gonna happen. But you don't think that's nope. You don't think that's ballsy for a Star Wars film to do that because they're very formulaic. Right? And you know what? They were reactionary back in Force Awakens with John Boyega's character. He was gonna be the Jedi. Yeah. 
he was going to be the main character. We all know it. And they did not go with that. And they sidetracked his character, took him to Canto Bite. Nobody liked that sequence. Nobody liked the weird llama races that they were doing in like the I Benicio Del Toro. Hello, everybody. I'm Benicio Del Toro. What are you doing right now? Do you need a ride? It's like, yeah, what's up, Doc? Like he was almost like Bugs Bunny in some cases. And but his even the droids, the new droids were fine. I love BB-8. I thought it was great. But the fact that they, okay, we got, I liked Scream 5. And we were talking about Scream 5. You see where this, we can write up what we're going to talk about, but it's going to go everywhere. So you know? with Scream 5, I haven't seen it yet, but I want to. I did rewatch the Scream trilogy recently. The Forlogy? The 4G, yeah. Okay. Uh, four is good. I like four quite a bit. Four is better than three. Yeah. Three is yeah. my least, but I yeah. still give it a lot of good grace because Carrie Fisher was awesome in it. And I liked the I liked the subverted expectations with that. And they were going straight for Return because of the Jedi. Because it's a scream movie, not a freaking serious blockbuster tentpole Star Wars movie. Mm -hmm. But it also isn't scary movie. And scary movie is like <laughs> that was the crazy thing with watching these because I only just this past year started Scream, like my Scream journey. Oh, and so really? I had watched the scary movies before I watched Scream. And so <laughs> it literally, it literally is like Dude. I've been eating hot pockets from the trash <laughs> yeah. for years. And then somebody gave me a beef wellington. And I was like, oh my gosh, you can you can still make I mean, the okay. same type of tropes okay, and wait, funny wait. comedic commentary on the on the genre and be a good movie. There too. was a good metaphor to be made. Like it, it was someone gave you a bunch of hot boxes and then you had like a gourmet pizza because mm -hmm. the screen movies aren't be the beef Wellington of movie making. Like they're still fun and for that for the genre good. bending. If you're calling a scary movie, they're as good know. as it gets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, as good okay, as it gets. I'm not. I will not be framed as someone that's anti scream. They're one of my favorite <laughs> movies of all time. Okay, okay. but. In the scope of cinema, they are a good gourmet pizza. They are not Beef Wellington, especially yeah. in compared to the Hot Pockets of Scary Movie. What do you think is a Hot Pocket of a Scary Movie? The pineapple on pizza. Yeah, what's the pineapple on pizza of Scary what? Movies? You've seen all the Scary Movies? Uh, Like of the sequels? What do you mean? Yeah. Have you seen all of them? You see, that's a weird, that's a weird flex to have to say so. I've seen every scary. Have you seen disaster movie? Yeah, I've seen I've disaster seen movie, 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 superhero movie. Wow. Movie. All right. Well, I'm yeah. out. I'm out. I'm the Spartans. Out <laughs> oh god. Okay. Well, let's see. Um, rounding up. I'm I mean, glad you guys. I don't want to talk too that. much about Sundance because I feel like it'll be keeping you guys out of the loop with stuff because you didn't watch any of the things. But what I will say is that there's still some available tickets and there's some still very good films that are still available. And well, so give out. me two recommendations for just like, what were your two favorites? So, so I know two of my favorites. There's, there's one film that I watched a couple days before the festival started. That was, I believe is called you, you're, you won't be alone. Okay. And this is a character study about um, a young girl that basically was cursed by a witch she sliced her tongue Where's out when she was a baby. And uh, the mother was just so terrified to do anything with this kid that she basically did what happened with Brie Larson in Room. Like, put this baby in a hole. Mm. And it's like, we're keeping her there until she's 18, maybe even more. So this kid grew up just in a hole, not being able to do anything. And then suddenly a raven comes down, and it's that witch. She transforms, kills the mob takes the girl and now it's a journey with this witch and this girl she's trying to raise the girl to be like a witch teach her about because she now is a witch she she killed her turn her into the powers and uh, these powers are very different than what you've seen from normal witch films like most of the time it's like a broom it's like it's silly stuff right this is 
the opposite of that. It's she's like a hunter gatherer. She's almost like Sasquatch in in a way. And she's Love been that. the the witch has been burned, so her face is just like Deadpool, basically. Deadpool meets Freddy Krueger, completely burned, has like some hair scraggling out. But this girl branches off, she leaves, and she can transform into other people. So she's in inserting herself herself into villages and trying to understand what people are like. And so it's very much like Room, like with Jack, Jacob Tremblay's character, where she's, you know, trying to figure out what's going on. And meanwhile, this witch just comes in and fucks shit up. Like, she's like, oh, you like this happy life? Just kills the person next to her and runs away. And she's like, what are you doing? <laughs> it's like if we were in the mall and I was like, this guy's a pedo and just ran away. <laughs> and like, like, she just kept ruining any chances she had to assimilate into this village because, like, there's just no way they're going to keep her after that. But it was very good. Um Oh, what else is there? I did an interview. This is a plug, sadly. I, 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 I Shameless never, plug. I feel bad about it. But there's an interview I did with the director for Emily the Criminal starring Aubrey Plaza. This film I liked a lot because it reminded me of Nightcrawler, where you are mm. um, you have this thing that you love or you, a world that you get involved into by happenstance, right? Um, and that world that you're in, you suddenly turn out to be pretty good at what you do. And that weird twisted passion of getting to like be the best at that takes over that character until everything crumbles down into it. If you watch Luke Cage, uh, Cage, you know, shades from that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Theo Rossi. He's in this yeah, alongside yeah, yeah. Aubrey Plaza. Awesome. It really, I had no idea that this dynamic would be, it would be as cool as what it was, but so talking about cool. like Aubrey Plaza obsession. Did you watch Ingrid goes West? A few years ago. Oh yeah, because yeah. that's that was one I've, of my I've seen weirdly too a lot of Aubrey. Plaza. I've seen Black Bear. I saw that. Um, Ingrid Goes West is really good. I haven't seen that, dude. You should check that one out. She plays. She plays a good, like, I don't know, awkward character that that goes down the rabbit hole. But into it's weirder like stuff. into obsession in a dark place. It's mm -hmm. wonderful. But please check out that interview. And the the movie is very good. There's a few documentaries that came out. I don't want to bring up the winners because then we're just gonna have to admit that the picks that I picked weren't the winners. And so it's like, I didn't That's watch more that. Interesting I didn't watch anyway. that. Come on. Who wants to see an Oscar show where they get all 10 nominees? Correct. Well, last time I, I called Coda winning it all. So I was like, I got, I, I thought I had some like magic in my fingers about like clicking the vote, no. but I actually, yeah. So, no. uh, was this year's Sundance since it went back to being virtual, like the last minute, was it better than last year's virtual experience? Because I know last year some people mm. had issues with like how glitchy it was or didn't make sense. But. Just I wouldn't say that it was so much glitchy in my experience last year. The the issue was this is that they still found found a way to restrict stuff. Like back then, it was very much sign up for as many as you want, watch as many as you need. And then this time it was you get ten premieres and you've got fifteen you can watch after like secondary screenings. That's still quite a bit of movies. That's twenty five movies, but. You weren't allowed to swap them. So once you RSVP'd for something, oh. that was your movie. So if it turned out you got reactions later on from critics and stuff saying that this wasn't good, you can't swap it to go find something that you'd rather watch, which makes sense for the creators. You don't want like that's that's messed up right. to like take advice from the critics and then not watch the movie, like inform your own opinion of it. But it was also a little bit frustrating because it's like, what if I, it's somehow I can't make it for this time now am i just out i can't go and get a different ticket or something but it's better than the other people that didn't get refunded for all their in-person stuff which mm -hmm. that's that's a topic we can we can discuss later 
don't know. Once all the dust settles, I know people are still pretty like. Once the dust settles, like when COVID's over in never, or once, <laughs> once the dust settles, once Sundance uh, stops <laughs> accepting calls for refunds. I don't uh, know. Okay. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah. But what's what? What do we got next? Is there anything else? No. 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 Wow. Then let's talk about the countdown to Batman with our remaining ten minutes. Hey, this has been fun. Like. This has gone by pretty fast. My fingertips are freezing. Like it's and cold my toes here, feel like they're gonna. You're in flip flops, by the way. <laughs> Which like, I thought would be fun because when we you were pulled up with flip flops, I was I was shocked. <laughs> it, is, it is almost February. We're not there yet. I. That's. that's it's okay. I, I did that too. This is look. The this is the most clothing that's been on me for for gaggle geeks. That's a weird. That's a weird thing. So you're but, normally you know, naked. Okay, I'll he, check out some of the past episodes. We, you know, <laughs> I'm just trying to push engagement, man. You did you get do you views. wear flip flops? Get those views, like in the snow and stuff, yeah. or. Yeah. Oh, well, there's not that much snow right now. But like when it does snow, because normally you can like warming. be on top of the snow, right? I don't really sink into. It. There's that like crust. Of wow, water. must yeah, be nice. But it doesn't must like... be nice being all skinny, <laughs> being being so light that you don't. <laughs> Look, I'm actually Legolas. I just walk on the top of it. That's fun. So you're like he's, Jesus. He's like the squirrel from Ice Age. I'm a flip flops <laughs> all year round guy. Yes, to answer the question, do you wear shorts in the winter? No, that's. I did that, you should wear but shorts. I'm from St. George. Now the so real, I, I get this mm -hmm. a lot. Like the real question: Do you wear socks with flip flops ever? No. Okay. Mm -hmm. Bested. Because I like being barefoot, and flip flops is the closest thing to barefoot. I'm, I don't like putting on socks, and that's why I put on flip flops instead of shoes. Cool. The more that's we my know. take. <laughs> and that's our take <laughs> on, on flip flops or not flops. Now. Yeah. <laughs> so let's talk about the. Um, actually, you know what? Let's just cut to an ad. We were saying we were going to. Let's right. So, oh God, what? Better buy some merch. Oh, oh, we're threatening you. No, there's no threatening. Buy merch. Just buy merch. You think that you're gonna listen to this episode without buying merch? Who do you think you are? Who do you think you are, dude? Merch, gaggle geeks, that. Do it again. Touch your chest. Buy that merch. Gaggle buy geeks. That, that mm. This is better. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Buy that merch. Buy that merch. That's an oldie. Yeah, it's an oldie but a goodie. And you know what else are oldies and goodies? The legacy of one dark night. What makes them dark? Yeah, we're going to be talking the about <laughs> the the road to the Batman. We've started it right now, and we're breaking it up into different kind of selections here. This first week, we've decided we're going to talk about live-action Batman, the ones that we've seen in TV and in film, and then we're going to move into our animated Batmans. We're going to move into the Arkham games. Of course, we need to talk about the Arkham games and how important those are, and previous games, too. I remember playing Batman Forever on Super Nintendo and like Batman Returns on Super I Nintendo. I think you just aged yourself. Oh, yeah. I don't remember that. Wow. Okay. All right. And then we'll we'll, we'll talk about all, all the other kind of stuff. But by my know, count, thirty four days till Batman. We're talking mm. four ish weeks. Yep, that's plenty of time to talk about these characters. So let's talk about um, Batman. I, I that want, was just because you're cold. Right? I want to know yeah. not, your guys' not anticipations, favorites, and I don't want you to be embarrassed if it's not Christian Bale or Ben Affleck. 
there can be an Adam West favorite. There can be a live action Kevin Conroy favorite. We need to talk about Batman. So who is your favorite, Chaz? George Clooney. <laughs> Sometimes radio silence is a good thing. Um, it's nostalgic. Yeah, that's why we react to the camera. Just, Dude, he was good in Batman and Robin with Arnie. Arnie Schwarzenegger. What is with you dismissing <laughs> people's names? Like you got, you have no problem. Just like, even like John Watts, you're like Bond Lots. Just like, <laughs> not even gonna J Watts. You just you're abbreviating them more than not. Yeah. What did you call me before? Patrick Beatty. Yeah, I remember that. I remember that. <laughs> it took. It wasn't until like a few months ago. You were like, "It's Beatty." I'm like. That's like Warren Beatty. I had no. I thought it was. I thought it was Patrick that's, Beatty. That's so what I was I, hoping that people would get, but he's now too old for a reference. Oh, that's like right. People. You were dating yourself. You're more Warren Beatty's era. Yeah, that makes sense. We're all young here. Yeah. Except for all right. So, well, where's that? All right. Awkward. I feel that you and I are cut from the same cloth. You know what? We are. We I are. take that back. We're not. You're oh, all okay. whore. You're a whore. You're, you're a whore. whore. You know who wasn't a whore? I think um, first let's talk about Adam West. We have to pay tribute to the first. Mm, do we actually know? the no, there was a serialized Batman before him, mm -hmm. and that would have been the first. And then I don't see any multiverse crossover event with that. But Adam West, uh, R.I.P. First of all, he was the first to, uh, to don it in color television. You have Burt Ward as as Robin. You have Cesar Romero as the Joker. Eartha Kitt as Catwoman. Uh, a lot of things that like later on were you know pretty important. And now that they're making a new Batgirl film, I see a lot of influence with the with the Adam West version of those costumes and stuff. Um, I think Adam West. Deserves I mean, also the, the you know comic books that Adam West's version was taking influence from, but that's also true. <laughs> but it was it was a different time. Like this Batman was fun, jokey. He was running around with shark repellent. He 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 couldn't get rid of a bomb that he was hanging above his head, just sprinting around a local. Like imagine Robert Pattinson. That was the big thing in the end. He's just like. Because comic books were also for kids then. It wasn't until the 80s that the comic books that we took inspiration from got to be more like they realized that their kids from the 60s and the Bronze Age or whatever the hell they call it had grown up with them. And so they started making adult comic books. And then we started making adult comic book movies too. So, like at this time, my dad is a kid in the 1960s. He's mm -hmm. reading Batman comic books and he gets a show for kids. No. But like talking about our generation and the generational divides, was your first exposure to Adam West also Family Guy? Because oh no, it no. was. I remember. You, so have you? But did you actually sit down and watch Batman episodes? I owned the Batman movie. Okay. So okay. this was yeah. I lived in Rollins, Wyoming during this time though, so it was kind of like you could probably say that I wasn't cultured with stuff. You know, it was like a half a horse town. There wasn't much there i remember actually this is really shady i probably could have gotten it something bad would have happened there was this uh they called it a mall but it was really just like a business building that had no windows and it was just like you walk in and it was just looked like a school hallway with like different <laughs> little office rooms that had their things right and at the very end there was a um a comic book video game store where this shady character was there and i went in there i bought a few uh, Game Boy games and the Batman movie was over there. So I was like, I didn't know that existed. I want that right now. So I got that and I came home. My parents were like, where were you? And I told them and they were terrified. They were like, you went into a dark room with a man who gave you things and sent you back. 
And how much did you pay? <laughs> oh, we got to go. Because I was like, $50 makes sense. It's like, yeah. You paid $50 for the movie? I don't Batman know. If it was, movie. I think it was probably 30 for all of that total. But it was some Game Boy games. I mean, that's Game Boy games legit. That's yeah. fair. Here's and the and thing, back though. in the day, parents didn't get the video game prices were going up. So there was just, and also I was a curmudgeon. So there's another reason. I know that you're in Wyoming, but you're not that much older that there wasn't a better live action Batman by the time that you're a kid. Because Keaton is, to answer your question, my favorite live action Batman mm. by far. Yeah. Wow. Because Tim Burton is okay. good. Uh, <laughs> you know, I think I, I'll agree with you. I'll give you that. Michael Keaton's the best one so far. Honestly, if we're if we're talking seriously, I'd say Christian Bell, but Christian Bell was was good, but he he's not a good Bruce Wayne. If you if you want to compare him to comic Batman, which and that's weird to there's define plenty of different because, comic versions. That, yeah, I don't care too much. Well, about and I that. know people that haven't seen any Batman except for Michael Keaton because they refuse. Meh. Literally haven't seen the Dark Knight trilogy because they don't want Dude, but Dark any Knight trilogy is like on a platter. It's it's insane. It's one good oh, movie. I've, I've, I've had a lot Elevating of arguments about that. Two not as good movies. Shut up. Batman Begins <laughs> is a very good Batman movie. But what? Batman Begins is a oh, very yeah, good begins. Batman yeah, yeah, yeah. movie. Yeah, yeah, I I think it's a very the other good one. Is you don't like Rises? I think the Dark Knight Rises <laughs> is so, a James Bond film. So bad. What? What? So long. So. I don't think it's so bad. I think it's slightly underhanded when they cut out Bane and make Talia the lead. I think that was a little bit didn't work for me, but I like how they had to bring Batman back like that. Right. And I like that the death of Harvey Dent actually meant something. And, and it wasn't something that they were just going to sweep under granted. We don't get Heath Ledger, which everybody was hoping for. We yeah, have, no, we had Cillian Murphy, which I think he's an incredible actor too. He's in, isn't he in every single yeah, one? He's in all three. Mm, he's been in all three. He's a good scarecrow. But that ending really undoes it. Like the ending of just, you know. Spoilers. He yeah, we're going to do a bomb. Dude. It's been Ten a decade. Old movie. It's been a, yeah. He retired slow. And that makes me sad that it's been a decade. That's nuts to me. I remember watching that and seeing the Man of Steel trailer be like, whoa, this is really going to open up. That man. <laughs> this world's really gonna. This world's really gonna explode. Nolan is on as executive producer. The Man of Steel trailer oh is God, better than were... any Man of Steel movie. That... They're like, <laughs> wow, did he just break the sound barrier? <laughs> oh no, it's it's the cool. same. My Batman take is my same as is the same as my Spider Man take, where we get good like Peter Parker's, we get good Spider Man, and we get good like whole package, right? Mm. Tobey Maguire, great Peter Parker. Andrew Garfield, great Spider Man. Tom Holland, great whole package. Uh, George Clooney, I, I guess, is like the good Bruce Wayne, like because he's <laughs> rich and, but like in a, in like a, I could believe that that guy's rich and famous and whatever. Mm -hmm. Christian Bale's a good just Batman, and then Keaton's the whole package. What about Val Kilmer? Val Kilmer was in a movie. What? What about Batflick? <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa! I like Batman Forever, man. Why, why are you digging on my Batman Forever, homie? It's Riddler, you know, Jim Carrey. It's awesome. Tommy Lee Jones looks visibly angry to be in this movie throughout the entire thing, which I love. <laughs> so I people, love it so much. And he's trying to out Jim Carrey, Jim Carrey, which is the stupidest decision he could have made. To people try are going to be like, so and I'm... <laughs> when Riddler comes into this new one, because the only Riddler so many people know is Jim Carrey. And that's that's not comic book Riddler, folks. That's just Jim Carrey doing Jim Carrey. That's Ace Ventura. With, that's Ace Ventura. Question detective. Yeah. Or the mask, or anything that Jim Carrey was in in that spam. Did, did you, real quick, did you guys see the ad that YouTube had? It was like the full scene of the new Batman movie. I avoid it. You like avoid I, it. When I see okay. it, I mute it. Yeah, I, I saw it. it. I sent it to you. 
I sent it to you. Did you send it to me? Yeah, I sent it to you. I was like, you look, I accidentally put this up as an ad. And you were like, it's cinema. Oh, I don't this guy. Um, this guy gets all sauced up and forget. I'm just kidding. No, no. I, was just, <laughs> I mean, just from that, though, I mean, Robert Pattinson's going to be a good Bruce Wayne, I think. So. You guys are going past Val Kilmer way too quickly. Nah, I dude, think Val Kilmer it's, it's was a Val pretty Kilmer. incredible Batman. Uh, like that Batman was good. You, we can compliment him without and I using did like, incredible. <laughs> the things that we can good. talk about that are weird with it, though, uh, a thirty-year-old Robin living with Bruce, <laughs> like he can't get his own apartment. He's like, no, you can come live with me. He's like, I'm thirty. I have retirement stuff, four hundred one k. He's like, no, you can come. Poor orphan boy, come live with mm. me. You can do cool tricks with your with your laundry. Just predicted the future. If this was 2022, we wouldn't think anything of a 30-year-old having to Oh, we would have been like a Nightwing and... movie? That's awesome. And they even call him <laughs> Nightwing in Batman Forever. There were some references and stuff that was pretty... Didn't they uh, reference Superman and Batman and Robin, too? They said, this is why Superman works alone at the beginning of the movie. Did they say that? Yep, because cringe. because they walk up to their cars, right? <laughs> so um, cringe. Robin goes to his car, Clooney goes to his car, and he's like, "Chicks dig the cars, right?" Yeah, I remember and, that. Song. And then he's That's like, "This is why." Works alone. Yeah. Dun, 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 dun. That music was really good. Too. <laughs> I mean, last. Every good Batman hasn't had a Robin, and every bad Batman movie has involved Robin in some way, including Dark Knight Rises being Oof, the worst in that trilogy and having Robin take. show up. Wow. There can be a good Nightwing eventually. There And there's good... <laughs> Teen Titans is fantastic. And uh, Young Justice, very, very good. You okay? But when you pair Batman and Robin, it's always in a bad movie. Eh. Always. So far... Except for Adam West's Batman, which they they had a Robin, they kept that sorry, for sorry, a sorry. few seasons. Jokesy movie, right? Uh, that's fine, right? But like serious Batman can't have. You Robin. cannot call Batman and Robin a serious Batman movie. I'm not. It is that's what I'm it's saying. It is serious. It's a misunderstood throwback to the Adam West Batman, and nobody caught that. Yeah, that was his intention. It's, that that it's was not to, and to make toys and to make toys. The whole costume switch up, which at I the had. End and, <laughs> just keep, keep in mind George Clooney's my favorite just based off nostalgia like that was my jam oh yeah ben Boys and Ivy huge part of my sexual awakening <laughs> yeah sorry but Fiverr she was, was. <laughs> and, and, and uh, Freeze's ice puns are hilarious Bane the fact that these two are diametrically opposed as far as what their intentions are to save to do their world stuff like one wants to freeze everything the other one wants to grow all the plants that's gonna work fine for both of you in the end <laughs> like you two are gonna work well together at least with Catwoman and Penguin, they had a little bit, you know, of a understanding to work together. Like Max, they both Shrek had and creepy Catwoman. costumes. And yeah, Batman, right. Batman yeah. Returns is still my favorite Michael Keaton Batman movie. It, I think it's better than the Nicholson version. It's a take I've heard, and it's one that I I appreciate. Like I don't agree. I think Batman '89 is the second best Batman movie we've gotten. But yeah, Returns is underrated. I'm mm. with you. Yeah, it's a shame Nicholson takes away the performance of Michael Keaton. Huh? Uh-huh. Because Nixon's better, yeah. How dare you? Dude, nobody, nobody thought dude, the, the whole was be the whole good. Batman movie. Tim Burton is overrated. Wow. All right. All right. Well, and, now let's move into our Ben Affleck part of this. He, no, he doesn't have any movie per se, but he's featured more than any Batman. He was in more films than any other live action Batman. Count him with me. We got the We got first Suicide Squad. We've got Batman v Superman. That's we true. got the Justice League, and then we got Zack Snyder's Justice League. Okay, but those are mm, 
And it wasn't just after credit scenes. He was in a scene in Suicide now, Squad. Let me, let me ask you a question, though. Why are you looking mad at me? I'm not because the why are you why are you looking mad at me? Justice League and the Snyder Cut, right, are actually two of the same movies, right? So you're counting it as one. I'm counting it as you're one. Trying to be a, it's just different cuts. That guy. It's just different cuts. Nah. Yeah, because they already had footage. They already Completely shot the footage. Film. They already if shot they, the footage. But what if they had to reshoot the footage? The reshoots count as its own movie. Because no, it does it not count into... as its own movie. It's reshoots a whole is a very other common movie. Thing. No, it's not. Reshoots are a very common thing. Are the movies. two different versions of Blade Runner two different movies? No, they're not. Yeah. No, you the ask. Have you seen Blade Runner? You say, well, which one? The final cut or the theatrical and cut? You can't make because they're the same. They're the same movie. Comparison because they are different films. Snyder's Justice League versus the other. The the intentions are different. What they want is it's just a different cut. I don't want to set it's that not a different cut because how I, can you watch four hours a, of that movie and say, Oh, it's the same as but those four hours could have been cut down to like three hours. I knew they were. we were going to start fighting <laughs> when we got to this point. And I didn't even say something wrong. It's just a fucking fact. <laughs> it's just, he was in it more than they were. Sorry. Sorry. If Christian, and he's going to be in it more because he's in the flash too. So that there makes him, being in every Batman longer than not if his Batman. scenes get cut. His scenes are cut. How do you know? Just his character. <laughs> Just the characters getting cut. That's and Michael and Michael Keaton's going to take over. That's what's going to happen. I hope not. Why? Because Michael Keaton's not Affleck's the best done, Batman. dude. He doesn't want to do it anymore. And like the fans forcing him to do it ain't going to work out the way they want. This is all just fan Oh, yeah. Service. Let's talk about Scream again. <laughs> oh, you know, there, there is one little bit of news we can bring up. I didn't bring up. Uh, Matt Reeves talked about Ben Affleck's um, Batman movie. And the way he said it actually sounds pretty cool to me. Um, and it sounds like he was very respectful of what this was. He, he went on to say that. He thinks that it, it was very valid. Like the, the, he went to the studio and he said, look, this script is a very valid Batman film and it's very good. And this could work very well. It has a very James Bond-esque to it. It's it's very in, in intertwined with the DCEU. So there's a lot of stuff with that. But there's no way I could do it. Like that's basically how he said. It. There's no way that as soon I, as you myself, say but you invalidate in everything you say before. I don't you care. Said how much I didn't have to. You said I didn't have to. It's just about creative vision. And he said, you should find a new director if you want to do this script. Like, he left it to Warner Brothers. And this was in 2017 as well. So it's been quite a while. We're not going to see it. We're not We're not going to see it. I hope we get a script leak. I think that'd be... It, I, I would be more interested in reading that script leak than I would the Ayer Suicide Squad leak, which I read that and went, okay, I'm so glad I mean, this didn't happen. Like a Sam Raimi Spider-Man 4 script leak. That's That would be interesting, too. Yeah, I'd love exactly. to... Or George Miller... Uh, he put out his script already. George Miller's Justice League was very interesting. That script. It was... It has some stuff in it. Oh, boy. Well, <laughs> I guess that's every... Do you have anything else to say about our Batman? The Batmen's? Um, no. So you're officially on the record with Bale. I'm Keaton. Bale's your number one. Uh, Keaton's my number one. But okay. I will say, as far as Brawler, as far as what we got to see with Affleck, he's very good. You're not discounting Affleck. He's very good. Okay. I would he's probably, a, he's a good bet. If he was given his own movie and had the chance to really flesh out his character, explain what was happening with the Robin, why he was killing and all that crap. Yeah. He might have the definitive Batman. Well, no, uh, uh, not definitive. No, no. Right. Like he was, he can be close. a version. He's a hyper violent, like old man version of Batman, but my definitive but what is he, still would like he have been hyper violent or had that arc been closed when Superman died? I thought that's what the whole message was, is that I'm killing until Superman dies. And now I know that's not a good thing. 
it's a stupid it's a Zack Snyder way to do that uh, but it's, <laughs> you're making me like it less dude I defended Batman versus Superman 2 and the uncut version the ultimate edition or whatever right is a better film than the theatrical one that's the only one I've ever seen by the way but it's still only the same film kind of like stage? no the un, the ultimate director cut whatever they call oh, okay. it the not theatrical Oh, so you didn't contribute to, to its box office? No, not Batman v Superman. No reason. I did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was a that was a tough night at. Um, where was I? I went to a Denny's after that and just sat there. <laughs> I was, I was <laughs> in so much disbelief. What year did BVS come out though? Like twenty fourteen. Wasn't I? Why didn't I go see that? that yeah, twenty fourteen. It was a weird time. Twenty fourteen, or was it twenty sixteen? I think it was twenty sixteen. Yeah, because I remember I put up a video that was like Batman v Superman versus Trump or something. It was it was a stupid idea. It but came what, out same year as Civil War. I remember that. Oh yeah, and that was the big beef that people kept having. I was like, we should put this up against this because it's the same plot. Yeah, that's yeah, true. Stop. You're making sense. <laughs> well, that was our. That was a horrible ending to a Batman <laughs> recap. I love Batman, and I'm very excited for all. I there's no wrong Batman in my mind, even George Clooney. He, there's a place for everything. They all do their... T- that's the beauty. That's why Batman's the best superhero is because we can get very different versions. When we see a weird, like, miserable, hyper-violent Superman, we're like, no, that's not Superman. Stop that. Mm-hmm. Whereas Batman, we can get, like, old man Batman, young Batman, figuring it out Batman. Like, he can... Funny Batman. Batman and Robin Batman. They're all valid Batmans. Mm-hmm. I hope to see a live-action Batman Beyond. Yeah! Well, that's what Batgirl's gonna be, basically from what i've heard but i'm excited for batgirl too those pictures look pretty dope i know nothing about it <laughs> okay well that about wraps it up for this episode of gaggle of geeks please make sure to check us out on youtube twitter all those places i want to thank both cole and Chaz for coming on uh please tell the folks where they can find you at cole wissinger on twitter and my reviews are at inca inqua mag.com what? Oh, uh, <laughs> um, what's your Twitter? I'm ready. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at your boy Chazze. Let me spell that for you. It will be quickly changed to James Gunn's a fart face. <laughs> oh, I found it. Oh. Um, <laughs> James Gunn's a fart face. <laughs> <laughs> um, you can also follow follow my me on my other podcast, the Over and Under Arts Exposed. But it's a very cool. And make sure to check out the reviews, Patrick Bader reviews, and all of our other little shows that we're working on. Hey. We're back, and I'm very excited. I'm very excited to have Cole in this now, not just as a black screen, unless we mess up the video. Okay, one, two, the other hand, too. Okay, one, nope, that hand goes over there. This is the circle of trust. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Thank you guys again so much for watching, and we will see you. What's our tag? We got to come up with our tag. Gaggle, gaggle. Gaggle, gaggle. Um, It's... it's, it's, (laughs) That's the end. All right. Bye.